0: Welcome to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast, where we highlight women in this space who are making massive moves, paving the way, and leaving their legacy. I'm Caitlin Stremple, CEO of the first-ever women-owned NFT marketing and design agency for women by women, and your host. I'm honored to have you join me in learning from some of the greatest leaders in our industry, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, because the more traction we get, the more women we can support in helping them impact the world. If you or someone you know would be a great guest, stick around to the end, and I will tell you how to get in touch and apply. Enjoy the show. Katie of brooklyn.nfts is an emerging Brooklyn-based digital artist who found or start an NFTs on TikTok. She began documenting her journey as a beginner with no prior crypto or NFT experience in an effort to onboard, create and educate a community to learn alongside her journey. The first Brooklyn.NFT's collection, Electra Ladies, was released on 12-17-21 on solsi.io and sold out within three days. The secondary market will occasionally open up. Brooklyn.NFTs pledges to only buy and sell NFTs on carbon-neutral platforms. As she continues to establish herself in the NFT space, she will fight for more carbon-neutral and negative opportunities in the crypto industry. Welcome, Katie! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I did like prep myself to be like, don't call her Brooklyn. Don't call her Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's totally fine.
1: I have a million names. I get asked in spaces a lot. Uh, like, what should we call you? What is your name? Because and... yeah, your Twitter is different too. <laughs> yeah. My Twitter is my nickname, Kate is, So Katie, it.
0: Kate is Brooklyn. I go by all of them. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. <laughs> I love it. All right. So before we hop in to your story and all of, you know, how you got into this, let's do some icebreakers. Yes. Yeah. So The first one is a sister shout out. So just shouting, you know, woman out in the NFT or crypto space.
1: Yes, I will do Sid Espo of Espo Visuals.
0: She rocks. Another another TikTok friend. Another TikTok friend, yes. What's your morning routine?
1: Okay, I have the worst morning routine, especially with my quote unquote real job that I still (laughs) hold. So on a weekday, I will sleep till the very last minute and my alarm will go off and I just shoot out of bed. And if I have a call, I'm jumping on the call. Or if I don't have a call, I'm still just like total bedhead kind of bumbling around until I get my shit together. So it takes me a while to get up and out in the morning. I have a bad morning routine. (laughs)
0: Are you more of a night person? Yes. I could stay up like all night and be productive, but not in the morning. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I feel like I could <laughs> do both, which is like actually really bad. Cause then I go oh, to bed yeah. early and then I wake up early and then it's just like very dysfunctional by the end of the week.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Balancing
0: both. Yeah. All right. Favorite affirmation or quote. Uh, so
1: this is a recent one for me and it's that you haven't met all of the people who are going to love you. Oh my gosh. Love that. I feel it's so hard in the NFT space too, especially with you and I, we just got on TikTok around the same time together and, yeah. you know, we're seeing such rapid growth in the NFT space and it's like a month ago, all of these people like random, not, I mean, not random anymore, but just strangers on the internet following yeah. you, giving you props, giving you support. It's you really haven't. And I don't think you ever will meet all the people who are going to love you.
0: I know. It's amazing. And it really is so good for this space. I love that. I love that affirmation or that quote. It's so, ugh, so good. Let's talk about you. How did you get into the NFT space? Sure.
1: So I have a lot of background in traditional art, more so when I was younger, up until so far back, I can't even remember when I started being artistic. And then I feel like I kind of dropped off in high school when you know people were trying to like find their cool clicks or yeah. kind of do whatever and then college I had done a few art classes here and there in college and you know always doodling in notebooks and things like that but I never especially after I graduated college I went into corporate America in media and marketing never considered myself an artist and I actually live with a photographer. So, you know, introducing ourselves out in New York, it's, oh, yeah, I work in marketing and my roommate, Rob, like, oh, Rob's the creative. I was never, quote unquote, the creative or an artist. And then um, I got into NFTs because the person who I shouted out, Sid, she had started to pop up on my personal TikTok for you page. And I had... uh, kind of turned to my roommate again saying, like, I think I could probably make an NFT. And he said, yeah, like, I'm sure you could. And the next day, if you go scroll all the way back to the very beginning of my TikTok, I kind of did like a little cartoon PFP. I had no, I I didn't know what I was doing of like individual artists don't really do the whole cartoony PFP thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I I do. I remember that. Like I remember you from the very beginning. Yep. Yeah, we started probably within a week of each other, I want to say. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. And the inspiration of all that comes from, I lost my partner this past September. Um, I have a few TikToks on the, the full story there, but he was the type of person who did everything, and he would go out, and uh, he he was 26. He had started his own catering company, which ultimately failed, but he just kind of did it with the kind of Elon Musk, uh, Bezos mentality of, if you have nothing to lose, might as well go do it. And He had nothing to lose with this catering company, but he was a pilot. He was in the process of getting his skydiving license, and um, I had no idea what to do with Crypto or NFTs, but I was like, you know what? Like Andrew, he just would have done it. If he didn't know anything about it, he would have done it. So that was my motivation behind all of it. i was like, yeah, I could probably do it. Am I going to do it? Might as well.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it. and First of all, I'm so sorry. And I love that yeah. you are just telling his story and, you know, leaving his legacy and helping him, you know, to keep that story going. And that's so powerful too just get out there and just, you know, just go for it. <laughs> you know, like you yes. have like nothing to lose. Nobody has anything to lose. Yeah.
1: And I think what you said before the legacy piece, I was something I was really struggling with of his legacy. And he definitely left a mark, a big mark on every single person who met him in person. And but even with that, I was just like, you know, I think the contemplation of, you know, life itself and every single person of how do we leave our mark on this earth? So I think the legacy piece really helps too.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Well, you are doing so incredible. We were Thank on TikTok you. The same time. You are like have blown up. I went into- <laughs> and uh, you're at 36.9,000 if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so tell us like, why do you think that is like that people just really felt connected to you?
1: I think so I I actually didn't even share my story about Andrew until after I sold out because I didn't want to be the girl who like came on TikTok, start I knew I was eventually gonna have to tell that story. Um, but even before I knew, I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait to tell that story, but how can I connect with people in the meantime? And it was, I think, just being super authentic and transparent and I feel like people on TikTok, everyone is very much in the same situation as me or a similar situation where we have no idea what NFTs are. We don't know what crypto is. I think Twitter is the space where people are more well-versed on Twitter, but TikTok, it's the blind leading the blind. And I was very transparent about it. <laughs>
0: like I didn't
1: I, I and I had no business saying like I had never even invested in crypto before. I had no business in being like, I'm an expert. So I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. So if if I could do it, you guys could do it. And I yeah. feel like that's the connection of people who don't know about NFTs, they're scrolling through TikTok and they're like oh, well, this girl didn't know anything and now look at her. So I feel like that's where the connection comes in.
0: Yeah. And the best way to learn, especially in the NFT space and Web3 space is to jump in and do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, You can watch videos all day about how to set up your wallet, but yes. I mean, it, there's always an issue and it's always a different issue with all these different people. It's like, you just have to go in there and do it and get through it once and yes. that's good. <laughs> Oh,
1: absolutely. And I think what we're finding is too like so many people's stories and myself too like we've had to pivot. My little cartoon thing that I started with, it was could have been cl- too close to um like an Adventure Time fan art derivative and I didn't want to get slapped with copyright later on. Yeah. So I had to pivot and like so many people were finding as we're just doing things. You have to be prepared to prepared to pivot. You could think you have this amazing idea, but then all of a sudden that idea is trashed and you're starting, you're starting from scratch again. So I think that's a big preparation of like, be prepared for things to get just absolutely demolished and you have to build it back up again.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. That's funny because when I first was getting into and like playing around with NFTs like a while back and my sister and I were like scheming. We're like, okay, like mm-hmm. what 10,000, you know, collection are we going to make? And, like, and yes. like notes. And then we started getting in there and I was like, oh my gosh, like, no, we're not doing that. Like, no, 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 yes. no. <laughs> and then, it, you know, and I found my little niche um, mm-hmm. and what I could do, but it's so funny too, because you get in there and then you just learn that the possibilities in this space are endless. Yes. It's, yes. it's really awesome. I love it. <laughs>
1: it's- so awesome, and the energy, like the energy that you're bringing, like me and you riffing off each other. It's yeah. You find that so often in the space where you find these people and you have connections with them, and there's so much energy. It's a lot yeah. of electricity in the air.
0: Oh my gosh, that is perfectly described. I love that. Yes. So besides TikTok and you know your fandom over there. <laughs> um, what else has worked for you in the space in regards to connecting with people, growing your social media, just getting out there in general?
1: Absolutely. Twitter spaces. I cannot advocate Twitter spaces enough. And I was someone who was very hesitant to get back on Twitter. I think I had deleted my personal account in 2014, hey. right? And it was Lauren Turton, actually, who she kept posting about Twitter mm-hmm. and I mean, think oh I better get on Twitter and once I did it almost feels like we're in a gated community on Twitter like
0: totally which I actually right? don't like.
1: yes same it's we're yeah. in a little NFT bubble we don't have to converse with other crazy things happening on Twitter and it's a safe yeah. space it is safe space and then we have Twitter spaces And it's really cool because Twitter spaces, I am constantly saying they feel like a live podcast where you can actually talk to the hosts.
0: They do. That's actually, that's so great. I love that because I feel that too. And I was the same way. Like I got on then I was like, I know I'm supposed to be on here and then like tweet and I'm like, this is, you know, this is dumb, but -hmm. then you like slowly get sucked in and then you start like seeing other people like retweet your stuff and then you're like, oh, I can retweet like her stuff or, you know, and then yeah, the Twitter space is a whole new level of just connection and learning it's one mm-hmm. of the best places to learn oh yeah
1: absolutely and I think with people being I mean we're also new in this space but with more people on Twitter feeling like they at least have a little bit of a leg up yeah we can just learn so much from them yeah and I love what you said about retweeting because it's a great way for artists to support artists even if we don't have the crypto in our banks to physically buy their art, but if I like someone's art, I maybe can't afford it or because I don't buy Ethereum, maybe their Mm. art is Ethereum. I can retweet and I can share that with maybe someone who follows me, who's going to go buy it. It doesn't always have to be
0: like financial support, which is really cool too. I know. Right. Like everyone just, you know, just give them a like, if you need to like you know, or just at least DM, tell them that they're doing awesome. I think that goes a long way. And that's another cool thing about this space is just the artists, like nobody really sees each other as competitors. We're all Mm -hmm. just there supporting each other and getting stuff done. And like for me too, I've met a few people in marketing. There's obviously not as many marketing people as artists, but I go there, I'm like, oh, like this is cool. Like I have another marketing. That is, is awesome. Yeah. So I like, it's such a good vibe of just it's really community over cl- or collaboration over competition. Yes. That's a great way to put it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know you're supposed to be interviewing me, but I do have a question for you Cute, <laughs> because we had just chit-chatted a little bit before. So how did you pivot? Cause you're also from, ad agency world, how did you pivot to now starting your own NFT marketing agency?
0: Yeah. So yeah, so I grew up, quote unquote, in the advertising space. I went to college for it, brand strategy, all that stuff. Um, I was in corporate world for probably like a decade. And Mm -hmm. then I went off after my first son was born, I went off and started my own SEO and digital strategy agency, Rising Ranks Digital. And so that's been around for about five years now, four four or five years. And it's kind of gotten into like a really good rhythm where it runs itself. Mm -hmm. I have a team who does a lot of basically everything for me. Like they're amazing. Um, And then so in May, I had a friend slash, you know, potential client be like, hey, have you heard of NFTs? Can you help me? I really want to do this. And I've heard of them because my husband was like, yes, you need to do this. Like, do it." And then my sister and I were like scheming on the side of you know whatever we were gonna do, which was like, I'm so glad we didn't do that. We would have mm-hmm. epically failed because oh, I didn't know no. what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. so with this client, I was like, Yeah, I can do that. Like, I know what NFTs are. And then I was like, Okay, time to research. <laughs> yes. And so we launched um to their to their customers here. They did, they're in Arizona and they did a really cool kind of like local launch for oh. if you get this NFT, then you get. Like free local delivery and no, like they don't do that. So it was a really fun thing to do. And then I had my baby who came 10 weeks early. Mm-hmm. So I put everything on hold while you know he was in the NICU and while I was in the hospital and kind of just getting back to life. And I was just thinking, I went to I went to this conference, and I was talking with this woman, and all of a sudden it clicked because I knew I wanted to have an arm. Like I knew this was something. I knew I loved it. I became obsessed with it right away and they just clicked I was like no this is its own beast like this needs to be its own thing this agency already runs on its own like i'm just going to i'm just going to do it i'm just going to you know hit the ground running i was back from maternity leave i was just like all right what else can i do what else can yes. i yes so i hit the ground running um and just noticing again just from my client coming to me from researching from what my sister and i wanted to do of just realizing that there's not a lot of service Based businesses, mm-hmm. web three yet, and it's something that there's a lot of potential. Um, they need a lot of everything, so they do. I don't know, it literally just like clicked one day that I was like, Oh my gosh, like this needs to be done! All right, like That's I'm nice. gonna do it. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh,
1: I love that freaking boss. I knew you were a boss, <laughs> I love having that background on you. The fact that yeah. you know, you've already started an agency that is now a well-oiled machine running itself, that is so incredible. And it's so exciting
0: to get to focus on this. And now I'm bootstrapping again, which is also really fun, but a little crazy, but I love it.
1: It is. I, um, I mean, I'm very open about my like mental health and I tweet about my therapy sessions and something that my therapist and I Yes, something that my therapist and I like, keep talking about is, and actually it's kind of funny, my therapist used to work in the ad agency world too, mm. so I could kind of really vent to her about my grievances about the the ad world. I
0: and, feel uh, you so much. I don't even know what your grievances are, but I'm like, I'm sure that they're the same as mine
1: <laughs> yes, and i I was able to climb up the ladder really quickly, so I have been in the ad space for about six and a half years, and I'm already an associate media director, um, which is great, but I almost, it came a little bit too easy for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that it's like easy, but I, I guess I was very natural at it and was able to climb the ladder and there's nothing motivating me there anymore. Mm -hmm. And especially I've been on the same account for almost going on four years now. They're very like traditional account. I'm not going to name drop them. Yeah, <laughs> But um, just getting into the NFT space, I'm like what you were saying with bootstrapping and and talking with my therapist. She's like, you seem so motivated by this. And I don't see you motivated at your regular job. And I'm very people motivated. And I think that's why I'm so like captivated mm-hmm. by your energy and other people's energy. And I thrive off that. Like, yeah, it's cool if, In a few years, we're all like raking in the crypto from now, but just being surrounded by such inspired people that eventually, similar to you, I'm just starting to like start networking and put feelers out. I think like I'm still trying to create it in my head, but a dream job would be I am. I do like the businesswoman aspect of me, but I do like the artist aspect of me And I'm trying to think of like, what would be a cool, I think I would want to go in-house for maybe like a carbon neutral marketplace and do something with media and marketing while also being a content creator. Oh
0: my gosh, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's where my head is at and I'm trying to, I've been
1: tweaking my resume, so we'll see. And I'm like, networking in Twitter spaces, even this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast right now, hit me up. Reach out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Reach out.
0: (laughs) I mean, mean, if you just announce it, I promise you, there's going to be so many people just like flocking to you.
1: I was so close this morning, Caitlin, to sending out a tweet of like, should I send this tweet and I didn't and I'm like maybe this weekend once my resume is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, well I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on your Twitter. Yes. Um so what has surprised you the most about this space for better or for worse? Okay, so I know that it is a problem
1: I personally haven't run into it, which is why I'm going to say this is, has surprised me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have not encountered or I have not had a bad experience with these quote unquote moon boys. Oh Um, yeah. Like smashing females, but it might be because I do surround myself with very strong females and I am joining Twitter spaces that are very like women led women supported. And then the men joining them also support women. So I've been surprised in that because I, but I have heard bad things about women getting kind of like knocked down in the space. I think I'm lucky that I haven't encountered that, but it is surprising because I'm kind of like, I don't want to be naive that like, guys, what are you talking about? This doesn't happen because I know it does happen, but I'm surprised that I haven't encountered it firsthand yet.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't either, but I've heard of it too. And the first time I came in, I was like, what's a moon boy? Yes. (laughs) And so, and I, I say like, no bro marketing, like bro marketing's out. Like that's my thing. And so I'm surprised like nobody's really come at me for that. Um, I've had like a little kind of like backhanded comments, but nothing, like maybe one or two.
1: Yeah. But we have also coming from the space where we come from, like we know bro marketing. Yeah. We've definitely experienced that outside of NFT. So it's like, it's there. But I think people are sick of it. So when they hear you say like, no more bro marketing, they're like, yeah, no, no more of that. We don't want more of that.
0: Oh, no. Like, agree, I agree. It's so funny. Like I went to my um, DMs or like where I can't remember what platform I was on, but it was just like, hey, bro. Yo, bro. What's up? Bro? <laughs> what up, dude? And I was like, yep, this is this is what I'm talking about, guys.
1: <laughs> this is it. This is
0: the bro marketing. Yep. So what advice do you have for anyone coming into this space?
1: Okay. My biggest advice and people write me comments about it all the time of like, people will like drop comments in my TikToks of like, I made a collection, but it's not selling. I have all these NFTs, but no one's buying them. And it's to build a community. yeah like, Right. Yes. And I, I started my TikTok and the way that I started it, people were just drawing the little cartoon with me, or they were just watching me draw it. I wasn't asking anyone to buy it yet. I was just inviting people to come on a journey with me. And in doing so you were joining my community while you were coming on this journey with me. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the success that I saw and I was still so new into it. I was two, two weeks in when I dropped Electro Ladies, they sold out. I did have a viral video, um, my Little rock stars video, which helped me immensely. Awesome. It was very lucky that I caught that viral trend. And I think other people will kind of see like, oh, well, like, yes, I do preach. Like if I could do it, anyone can do it. But like, I did it. I caught a trend in two weeks. People who I don't know who maybe have like 100 followers on TikTok are not on Twitter. And they're complaining about not selling their
0: NFTs. It's like, put a little bit more work into it. Yeah. Like you jumped in, you did the thing you're showing up every day consistently, which is, is huge. Yes. And you do have a little community and I'm obsessed with your discord. Thank you. I love how you call me one of the little rock stars. I'm like, (laughs) I love it here. I feel
1: like around. I love it. It's so good. And I'm like really trying to run a tight ship in my Discord of you'll see me like redirect people like this yeah. is a great question but let's put it into this channel. Yeah. Because I see I mean of like the TikTokers who like we're all new and we're all starting Discords like all of theirs are really good. And then you jump into the bigger ones and the bigger ones are so chaotic and disorganized Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, we're still pretty small. So like, let's stay organized. Let's run this tight ship. (laughs)
0: Like that's such like the advertising, like account media manager in you.
1: Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that. I know, and I really love small discords anyway because it's like you just meet more people that way, like the connections are a little bit more authentic, and mm-hmm. I mean at some point they're gonna get big, but it's nice to kind of be like the o g s and get yes. and like make friends right away because I mean it's popping people are like
1: oh yeah, and I like really don't advertise or try to share my link too much because it's really like I'm helping run it and people within my discord are very good everyone kind of acts like a mod in discord almost yeah especially the ones who've been there since day one but I'm almost nervous like oh I don't want it to get too big I do like it's small so I'm kind of yeah. you know I don't advertise it too much but I still have it
0: yeah I know yours is a really good one it's like one I can go to and be like oh I feel like I don't have to run away today Thank you. Yes.
1: It's sometimes overwhelming in the big ones too. Even when you want to try to have a conversation Mm -hmm. or you found one or two cool people and then all of a sudden, because it's so big, the conversation gets lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you go to Gary V's, it's like, you can't even, it's just like, like just like comment after comment after comment. I'm like, wait, I lost the question. Yes. It's so easy to get lost in those. Okay. So I have, before we finish off with, know, how we can find you and all that good stuff. I have one last Mm -hmm. question for you. What are you excited for in 2022?
1: Oh, I am excited and I'll tease it out a little bit. I've started getting, um, DMS for some collabs with my TikTok with Twitter. And there's some really cool collabs. I'm doing one today. So you'll see it being posted that's this afternoon. Awesome! Yes. I'm so excited. Actually this podcast will be after. So it's with uh, Naomi Osaka.
0: Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm that's excited. amazing.
1: Yes. So I'm doing a little partnership collab with her team, which is so exciting. And yeah. then I want to like, start reaching out. My dream collab would be Fendi is doing, um, a ledger they have like a Fendi ledger
0: oh I didn't know that
1: That oh my god whoa they're advertising it to men which I'm like okay bro marketing shut the fuck up (laughs) 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 like hello Fendi like I'm a girl like make me an NFT (laughs) Fendi ledger yeah and I would throw the shit out of that so hopefully cool collabs like that
0: I love that so much I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled for the one today and for Fendi Andy, yeah. I know that if you're listening, just dropping shilling in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's what it's here for. Yeah. Uh, that's so exciting. Okay. And so you're going to be at um, NFT NYC too, right? So I applied. I haven't heard back yet. Have you heard okay. back? I have not heard back. Yeah. I think end up so closer to the
1: end of the month. Yeah. I think they're going to announce
0: people, but yeah, there no matter what, but um, so we'll have to hang out.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'll be in New York. Um, Tickets are expensive. So who knows? Going to have to sell some more NFTs if I end up having
0: Mm -hmm. to buy tickets. You got this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So how can we find you? So you can find me TikTok. I'm at Brooklyn.NFTs. Twitter, I'm at Brooklyn underscore NFTs. And then my Discord, um, sometimes I have it pinned up to the top of my Twitter I have it pinned up to the top of my TikTok, but those are the three platforms that I'm on.
0: Amazing, and her Discord is amazing, you guys. So go to her
1: Discord. I know you were like, "Ah, I don't want it to be
0: big, but but join it. But you guys can join it. (laughs) Whoever's listening is is cool enough to join it. So if you're listening, you're cool enough to join it. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise and just your energy.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love podcasts i love you so this was a perfect combination of the two
0: yes thank you so much katie caitlin here thank you so much for listening to the women in nfts and web 3 podcast if you're a woman pioneering the way in the nft web 3 or crypto space i want to share your message Check out www.metamintmarketing.io slash win, W-I-N. And let's see if you're a great fit. If you got something out of this interview, I would love for you to share it with your network. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. If you know someone that would be a great guest, make sure to tag them to let them know about the show and include the hashtag women in Podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and truly mean a lot to my incredible guests and me. Wanna stay in our world? Go to our website, metamintmarketing.io or follow me on Twitter at nftkaitlin C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.